This is Mike Kitko, and I'm a small business owner just like you. I'll never be a hustle whore or grind guru, but I do believe in having it all, health, wealth, and a life full of love. Struggle is not the goal, and sacrifice is not glamorous. I like the path of least resistance. It just takes a shift in mindset and the beliefs you hold. Do you believe that you need to sacrifice now to have what you want later? Or do you believe that you can have it all, all the time? Because your beliefs create your outcomes. I choose to feel wealthy, successful, and happy every day, and you get to choose for yourself. Welcome to Lead, Love, Profit, Play, where small business owners learn and choose to have it all and choose to create success without the stress. Maybe you've heard me mention before that when I'm on a run or when I'm lifting or when I'm doing some kind of physical exercise, my my mind gets all of these creative juices flowing and I get inspired and I get I get these like almost bursts of and it's almost like popcorn. I, I like to call them popcorn, popcorn um it, realizations and ideas and uh things that to share, things to do, things to, you know, it, it it's it's beautiful. It really is a beautiful experience because I remember for a long time uh, a long time in my life, I was very, very uh, uh, apathetic. I guess you could say lethargic physically, and and I went from being a a really, really good marine and in shape and 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 uh, in a really good place in the Marine Corps to, you know, twenty years later, I was just a, a big lump of of goo, um, three hundred pounds and over drinking and overeating and just you know just completely neglecting myself. And now I have a regimen where I eat uh, great nutrition. I, I feel for my body. Uh, learned what my body thrives on, what my body doesn't thrive on. I I hydrate. I I'm always drinking uh, more water than than necessary to stay uh, stay hydrated. And daily, I get an exercise. I get exercise in. And when guys, when you when you take uh, when you take good care of your body, your mind steps into a higher level uh, of of being. Okay, your your mind starts to slow, become more disciplined, become more positive become more creative and it, it it just it steps you into a whole nother level of power. So I said all that to set us up for when I was running, I got this little burst and this little hint of inspiration that said, you know, when I was ta- I was thinking through the last six years of my life and what's changed and what, you know, h- how life is different from six years ago to now. Cause in March, March of 2016, I was terminated from my second executive level position in about 20 months after, after having like massive success. And uh, you probably heard me say that a bunch of times. So, uh, the, the life was going to, life was trying to get m- my attention that there was something bigger and better for me out there than just going to work in a job that I hated, uh, constantly. But, uh, I got terminated twice and thank, Thankfully, I got terminated the second time because I didn't learn the lesson the first time. But uh, I, I kind of hit the reset. I hit the reset on everything. My marriage was falling apart. My family was in really bad shape. Physically, I was in really bad shape. Mentally and emotionally, I was in bad shape. Spiritually, I had no connection. Um, I wasn't. I wasn't feeding my mind good stuff. I wasn't feeding my body good stuff. I didn't have healthy people around me. I mean, it just you know, my life was complete. Uh, complete disaster at that point. 
the only thing great in my life were my kids and and I would inflict physical, mental, and emotional abuse on on those beautiful girls from time to time just because uh I was so upside down myself. But when I hit the reset, I got the opportunity to wipe away everything that I had ever learned because it all of that, all of those beliefs made me suicidal. And you know, it's like it's like I realized when I when I took the gun out of my mouth that that I didn't have anything all figured out and that I had to, you know, if if, if what I believed uh was all there was, then that's what got me there. So it it was just in my best interest just to wipe the slate clean and say, I'm not gonna defend what I know. I'm gonna like dump everything I know and relearn like life. Cause obviously when you're getting ready to kill yourself, you don't have anything figured out. Okay. So and and unhealthy pride causes us unhealthy pride, ego, arrogance causes us to defend what we already know instead of drop what we know for higher levels of, of learning. And on this run, I was reflecting on, you know, it, how radically my life has changed. And I said, what is, what's the, the, what's the thing that caused that, that gap, that the change from March to 2016 to, to now, what is what is that that difference that I that I could share with you know with people that I could I could learn myself? What is that that the main crux of it? And really, here's here's what it is, guys. Your beliefs create your your reality. Your beliefs create your outcomes. Your beliefs create your circumstances. Okay, I, I really it, I, I write a lot of blogs. If you haven't been to my blog site, go check out some blogs. I write a lot of blogs. I, I, you know, I do this podcast. I do speaking engagements. I have my mastermind. Uh, it, I mean, I write Facebook posts every day. If you haven't connected with me on Facebook, please do so. Um, got a lot of room in my, my connections list and, and I'd love for you to see, you know, some of the workings of the daily workings of what goes, what goes on in my life. So, um, but your beliefs create your circumstances. Your beliefs create your reality. Your beliefs create your outcomes. And that is, if, if there's only one thing out of everything I teach, if there's only one thing that you take away from, from all my content, please let it be that. Your beliefs are the reason that you're, uh, you're living under the circumstances that you're living on, living under. You've created those from your belief system. And, and when I, you know, when I was in my, toxic state. I just, that's bullshit. You know, and I didn't want to believe that. I didn't want to believe that I was the creator of all this damage that was happening in my life. I didn't want to believe that I was the creator of all this conflict that was happening. I didn't want to believe that I was the creator of all this drama that was happening. I didn't want to believe that I was the the creator of all this stuff. I, I, I just wanted to believe that I was the victim of it. I just wanted to believe that I was the unfortunate, hopeless victim of you know, this, this plot, this plan to, to destroy me. And, and there was no plot, no plan. And I was never a victim. It was just that my beliefs were creating the circumstances. And when, when I decided to not be a victim anymore, and I decided to own my circumstances and understand the life that I had created and the life that I wanted to create. And then I got to start moving towards it. 
there's one thing that really catalyzed all the change, and that's being willing to let go of the beliefs that I was holding. Now, I'm going to read you a list because the reason I told you about the run is because when I was on my run, I got this idea that I was going to come home after my run and I was going to grab my journal and I was just going to start writing all the beliefs that I believed back then that have shifted over over the last six years. And and in, in my hands, I have this list. All right. And I'm going to read this. Some of these you'll you'll understand completely and some of them maybe not. Anyway, I'm, I'm going to read these, and, and I, when we get the one that maybe is a little harder to understand, I'll, I'll explain, all right? So number one, life is hard. <laughs> I was taught life is hard as a, as a kid growing up, right? I was taught that life is hard. My parents taught me they loved me very much. I say that over and over, that my parents were doing the best they can. My teachers were doing the best they can. My brothers, not, you know, everybody in my life was doing the best they could, um, but I was ultimately taught that life is hard. It was, it was repeated over and over. It was like, it was like the number one lesson that I guess my parents wanted to teach me is life is hard. So, so I adopted that belief and I made life hard when it wasn't hard. I made things harder than they needed to be because I believed that life is hard. Making money is hard. My father was a 40 year union steel worker and he used to come home dirty and, and, you know, he, he worked hard and he, he, he came home and he was sitting at a dinner table and he would, he would read the newspaper and he would fall asleep while he was reading the newspaper because he was tired and because he had put in a hard day's work and, you know, of labor and he didn't make a whole lot of money. And, and, you know, guys, look, it, he just taught me that making money's hard and money's hard to come by. And, uh, and, and I, I believed it. I, I did. I did. There was no reason for me not to believe my father who I love dearly and he loved me dearly. Um, so I, I, I adopted that belief. I need to work hard. My father worked hard and he taught me that I needed to work hard. Marriage is hard. I, I saw, I saw and heard my, my parents arguing all the time, constantly. And it was, it was always a battle, always a conflict, a set of conflict and always dramatic in my house. And, and it was really, it revolved around, you know, money and work and, and emotions and just, you know, that, that there's that marriage is conflict. If it's not hard, it's not valuable. My father always taught me and, and teachers taught me and, you know, and, and, and coaches taught me that you had to crank it up to make yourself miserable in order for it to be valuable. If it's not hard, it's not valuable. And, and so when something was working, but I enjoyed it, I made it hard. So I didn't enjoy it. If I enjoy exercise, it's not hard enough. If I'm actually enjoying the, the act of exercising, then I'm not pushing myself enough. I'm dumb because I don't remember. And, and I don't think like everyone else. This showed up time and time again in, in my time in school and in my time in, you know, as a child, I, 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 I re- there's things I cared about and there's things I didn't and, and th- to remember. And, you know, I, f- I felt dumb. I-, I adopted the belief that I was dumb because I didn't remember what other people remembered and I didn't know what other people knew. And, and, and I didn't think like everyone else thought I- it's selfish to choose myself. I, I was taught this by, by my parents. I mean, I grew up in a, in a very religious household where, where it was shameful to want anything. It was shameful. You were like, you were shamed constantly for, for being selfish or being greedy or, or whatever, or, or envy. You know, we threw out the word envy. If somebody had something and you wanted it because, you know, it was cool. I mean, you, it, you were shamed and guilted for this stuff. 
um, it's, it's selfish to want for myself. So it's selfish to choose myself and it's selfish to want for myself. Those are kind of wrapped in the same coil, right? It's okay to abuse my body. Like it was, I was, I was 13 years old and we went to a wedding and, and, uh, it was a Catholic wedding and I was 13 years old and, and I, my, my parents actually fed me beer and I was 13 and I was sitting at the table and I was, I was, Drunk off my ass. My parents gave me enough alcohol to, to, you know, to, to get me shitty. And I walked out of the, uh, out of the, 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 the reception and it was daylight. And I remember having a day buzz and holy crap, I couldn't even walk straight. And my father just laughed at me. So I, I learned it's okay to abuse my body. And I saw, I saw my brothers and I saw my friends abusing their body. And the neighborhood I grew up in was, was, filled with with drugs and alcohol and violence and all this stuff so i didn't i didn't see healthy and a healthy environment and everybody was abusing their body so i just thought yeah it's okay you you just have a disposable body other other people's needs matter more than my own right always put somebody else first at your expense not not help someone else but you know, expend yourself for the benefit of somebody else. I can't be honest and loved at the same time. Anytime I told the truth, I was shamed. Anytime I told the truth of what was going on in my life, in school, in my struggles, in not wanting to play sports, anytime I told the truth, I was shamed. And I know I'm not, guys, I'm, I'm, I'm not a victim. Again, these, these are just the experiences that I grew up in. And I'm just, I'm just sharing what shaped all this, right? But in, in what, what eventually brought me to my knees is just holding on to these painful beliefs. But, um, you know, anytime, anytime I showed up and just, you know, spoke about my preference, I was shamed. So I can't be honest and loved at the same time. Rich people are greedy and evil. Holy cow, did you show up time and time again? My father, my father totally believed that if you had money, you were you were like greedy and you were conniving and you were just tricking people out of their money, right? You were just you were just taking advantage of of the middle class or the poor class, right? Sex is dirty. Yeah, that was that was a big one. Don't talk about sex. Um, we had, we had code words for, uh, for male and female genitalia, and we just didn't talk about sex. It was dirty. It was a very, very dirty. And again, a religious environment, conflict and drama are normal. I mean, it was just, that was just the way the life that, that life was all families were, were in conflict. Um, my family wasn't the only one that was in conflict. There was a lot of drama in, 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 you know, in our, our family, my nuclear family wasn't the only one. It was just everywhere else in my family and, and in my friend's family. And there was divorce and all kind of shit. You know, I mean, going on conflict and drama are normal. It's just part of life. Life is dangerous. I mean, look, when I, the, the neighborhood that I grew up in, it was a bunch of, bunch of teenage boys and there was fighting everywhere. And I mean, like, like you couldn't go anywhere without seeing a fight. And in my own home, there were fights constantly, just my brothers, just throwing down. My father basically said, if, if you think, if you think you're right, if you ever think you're right and I'm wrong, let's go down the park. We'll fight and whoever wins, they're right. And the other person's wrong. I mean, you know, conflict and drama, just life is dangerous. I mean, you know, you know these things were just, just passed on like truth. I'm not valuable, right? So anytime you, you did something well, anytime, anytime you, you appreciated yourself at all. Anytime you did something well, you were taught not to brag and you were taught not to, not to, to, 
like yourself. You were taught not to love yourself. You were taught not to appreciate yourself. So basically, I'm not valuable. This was a big one, guys. Here's, here's, here's one for you. God is angry, punitive, and petulant. Holy cow. Like, think about that. Uh, the, the religion that I grew up in, the, the way it was taught to me was that God loved you, but he would destroy you in a heartbeat. I mean, if you didn't do the things that he said, and if you didn't follow these rituals and these rules and this doctrine, if you didn't kneel and you didn't sit and you didn't stand and you didn't attend and you ate meat and you, I mean, God would destroy you, but he loved you. I mean, it was, you know, it's hard for a kid to get their head wrapped around. So that was a, a belief that I adopted, right? God is angry, punitive, and petulant, even though now I know that that's not the case. I need to make people happy. It's my job to make people happy. People need to make me happy. Like I constantly heard my mother like talk to my father, telling him, telling him that she, he wasn't doing anything to bring joy to her life. Like, holy cow. So I, that's codependency. Uh, when you believe that you need to, meet, need to make people happy and the people need to make you happy, that's codependency. All selling is coercion, manipulation, and self-serving, right? There was not one salesman ever in the history of my, uh, my time growing up that was, that was actually just, you know, trying to help people and trying to, trying to make a good day's pay. They were all trying swindlers and trying to, uh, trying to rob and steal from you. I'm disposable and easily replaceable. And I, I just, that is something when you have low self, when you're raised with low self, self-worth, low self-esteem, you just feel disposable and easily replaceable. I'm lazy. I mean, if I wasn't like always awake and always working, I was lazy. And, and it's like, if I enjoyed anything in life, then I was lazy. Self-acceptance and self-love are soft. We were taught to reject ourselves. Like try to, it, it, the more you punish yourself, the better off you're going to be but in for in some twisted pretzel logic way we were we were taught in my family and in my religion and in in my friend group in my neighborhood in my community self self acceptance and self love are soft if you ever appreciated yourself then then you were just a like a goody goody two shoes or something like that i can't defend myself i mean violence was everywhere and i was scared to death and it just it just felt like i i wasn't strong enough or i wasn't agile enough or nimble enough. And, and I never got my ass beat. I mean, I, I avoided enough fights. So I was scared to death. Um, I thought the world was dangerous. So I avoided everybody, but I can't defend myself was a belief that I adopted. So I was scared the rest of my life. People don't want to help or can't help me. So I was taught that it was my job to help other people, not other people to help me. If I asked for help again, I was shamed and guilted. I need to meet others, other people's standards because mine weren't okay. Whatever standards I held, whatever, whatever my desires were, I, those weren't good enough. I had to ask someone else, like my mother and my father, what's right, and then shoot for their standards, not mine. Mine were inadequate. And oftentimes, theirs were unachievable because they were based on perfection. So it set you up for a big, big fall. Um, relationships are permanent. You know, once, once you have a friend, you have to hold on to that friend for the rest of your life. Once you have family, you have, you know, once you're born with the same blood in your, your body, you have to hold on to that person for the rest of your life. Once you have somebody that, that you appreciate and they appreciate you, you need to do everything. You need to, you need to give up yourself and sacrifice yourself to be able to, to, to maintain that relationship because relationships are permanent. And, you know, it, it's, it's absolute madness because you can't possibly keep in touch with everybody that you know. There's good and bad. I mean, it, 
I learned this from my life. My my near suicide, right? My my uh, my collapse in corporate America was the greatest thing that ever happened to me because it set me on this path. That that thing that happened wasn't bad because it got me here. It was good in the moment. It was uncomfortable, but it wasn't bad. There is no such thing as bad and good. And the last, this is probably the most confusing. I know things, guys. Look, everything changes. Okay, everything changes in the world, and the best scientists in the world go to work to disprove themselves. The best scientists in the world go to work to disprove themselves every day. The worst scientists go to work to prove themselves right. So it, it's always a process of learning more and and like uh, making what we think we know obsolete so that we can keep evolving humanity and keep keep taking it to the next level. So I know things. No, I, I used to think I knew things and those were all garbage. And now I like whatever I think I know now. Like in 10 years, whatever I think I know now is going to be obsolete too. So why don't I just just surrender to the fact that I don't know things? I don't know anything. I just I, I just hold on to the knowledge and the wisdom that I have now, but I'd be willing to let it go at any moment. But listen, that if you look at that list, there's zero percent chance that a person holding all of those painful ass beliefs was ever going to be happy. There's 0% chance that person was incapable of being happy because I live my life through those beliefs and, and I made all of them real because I believe that's how life was. And over the last six years, I've disproven every single one of those beliefs. Now, what I do know is in order for me to take my life, my life to the next level, and there's always another level, we, we can be content with what we have and, and be grateful for what we have right now, but understand we are here to evolve physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, socially, relationally. We are here to evolve as human beings. So there's always another step up. That doesn't mean you should reject now. It doesn't mean you should be dissatisfied now. It doesn't mean that you should be discontent now. It means you should be completely grateful for the awesome life, the miracle that you are right now, and know that by dropping your current beliefs and choosing higher level beliefs, you're going to reach the next level. And there is another level. And there's always another level. What beliefs are you holding? Right now, what beliefs about money, what beliefs about relationships, what beliefs about health, what beliefs about success, what beliefs about the rich, what beliefs about uh, pick and choose, what beliefs about salespeople, what beliefs about running a business, what beliefs about interacting with your friends, what beliefs are you holding right now that are causing pain? Because New outcomes won't change your beliefs, but new beliefs will change your outcomes. Guys, the biggest thing that I've done over the last six years is just disprove the beliefs that I was holding that caused me to be suicidal. And just by one belief at a time, understanding the belief that I was holding, choosing a higher level belief. And then looking for evidence where that, where that happened. And often what, what I recognize is when I, okay, making money's hard. I wanted to say, okay, where has making money? I wanted, I want to believe that making money is easy. 
And I, I, the next thing I would do is go and look back in my life and say, where has making money been easy? And I found multiple examples of where it was true. And what I noticed was every time money came easily to me, I, I found a way to make it hard. So I'm the one who inflicted the pain. The money came easy, but I inflicted the damage on myself. Life didn't. I just, I reinforced my belief. But when I started to see that there were multiple instances where making money was easy, then I started looking for those opportunities more. And I stopped looking for the ones that were where making money is hard because whatever we look for, we're going to find. So if you look for money, the money to be hard, making money to be hard, you're going to see it. If you look for where money, making money is easy, you're going to see that too. And what you need to understand is that your beliefs are creating all your outcomes right now, but you've got to get clear about what you believe and how it's getting in your way first. And when you see it, when you open your eyes and see that your beliefs are creating your current circumstances, find, choose a higher level belief and start to look for evidence where that is true in your life. And I guarantee you, if you do that, if you start to look for evidence of where your new high level belief is true, I guarantee you, you'll find it. To access powerful tools and content to create more wealth, success, and happiness in your life, or to join the Happy Millionaire community, visit www.livesoulout.com.